What's up, everybody? This is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a review of Solemn Vision's brand new album, Despite the Rise of the Sun. So I want to disclose right now, I am friends with two of the band members, bassist Anthony Rafferty and drummer Carlos Crosell. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm a total asshole if not. They're what some of us call boat fam. If you don't know, Google it. I first saw Solemn Vision live, I think it was October 2021 in Brooklyn. They were playing with another great band that's about to release an album called Ancestral Curse. We have stayed in touch since then, and I eagerly anticipated this album. Stylistically, I guess we'd call them like progressive melodic death metal. If I had to describe it as a marriage of two bands, I would probably say like Black Dahlia Murder meets Opeth, but only the good parts of Opeth. That is, there's a side of Opeth that takes you on an emotional journey, and I think Solemn Vision has perfectly captured that style. The side of Opeth that sounds like a former pre-med major that dropped out and opened a coffee shop, that's nowhere to be found here. Maybe Insomnium is a better comparison. Before we talk about the music, I gotta say, this production is killer. I do wish the bass were a little louder, but that's true for most metal, and especially with a talent like Anthony, I worry that his talents won't get the recognition that they deserve. But the guitars sound killer. I want this patch, whatever it was used to reamp. Let's talk about some songs now. Father from the Flame. This is a great choice for an opener. In a way, this track like solidifies what the band's style is. And that's a great thing for an opening track, but I think especially important for a second album. I think that in metal, oftentimes the second album is the one where they really take it up a notch. Think Paranoid or Ride the Lightning or Peace Cells. Oftentimes the first album is them trying to gain their footing and the second one is like, oh yeah. Carlos kills it right away. I've seen over 200 shows in my life. Carlos is a standout drummer. I even saw him in a different band whose name is escaping me right now and I was like, oh my god, that's Carlos. This track goes perfectly into Avarice. I was wondering to myself, is this a really long opener? And then noticed it was the next track. So it actually took me until my second listen of the entire album to notice this. A Debt to the Wraith. This was a standout on both listens. The chorus, I guess you can call it that, is both catchy and clever and brutal. It's hard to mix all three of those. There is something resembling gang vocals here. I'm unfamiliar with this in melodic death metal, except for maybe some in flames, but they're more commercial. It grabbed me right away, and that's a feat for an extreme metal genre. There's a great guitar solo on this one, too. Like, what a track. Last thing on this song, the ending chord is a total James Bond vibe to it. Listen to it and tell me I'm nuts, please. Bane to the Benumbed. Great intro here, and just a generally wonderfully written song. There's a really neat part with whispered lyrics. This is not paint by numbers. You can tell there was a great deal of effort that went into this. They were clearly going for a vibe. I think it's a haunting vibe. And they worked towards that instead of just, hey guys, what riffs do you have? I try to avoid cliches like this, but this song is a journey. They vary up the drums a lot. The intensity changes definitely move you in a way. They masterfully employ different textures. In terms of my emotional reaction, it was kind of like listening to a film score instead of a metal song. This is normally the part of the review where I will compare the song to some venerated classic. The thing is, I can't think of anything else to compare this to. It's just that fresh. Moving on, Unfinished Tapestry. That was the first single from the album, and probably for a good reason. It actually moves me in ways similar to Bane and Benumbed, which is funny because I just said it's incomparable. 
If you ask me, that is a great sign. That is the band establishing their own sound. Last but not least, Cerebral Labyrinth. This was very rewarding on a second listen. It's another one of those emotional adventure songs. I think it's neat as hell that they have three of those in a row. The last time I could think of something like this happening is the last three songs on Something Wicked This Way Comes by that insurrectionist band. And even then, the last three congealed very well together, but each one was not in and of itself a huge journey. The word unprecedented was used a whole lot over the pandemic, but that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of the end of this album. So for those who pay attention to this podcast, I'm almost always doing symphonic and or power metal reviews. Death metal is something I'm very picky with. And while I will again disclose that I am friends with two members of the band, I walked away from this album thinking, wow, I was not asked by the band or by Brutally Delicious to review this album. It actually just grabbed my ear enough that I thought I could piece together something coherent about a genre that I rarely listen to. Everyone out there listening to this, you owe it to yourself to at least listen to the last three tracks in succession. The band is doing a record release show November 2nd in Brooklyn. You bet your ass I will be there. Wonderful effort, guys. Looking forward to it. Rock on. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a One Hit Blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.